Okay. Right, hello listeners. Uh, it's been a wee while since the, the last episode of Wisdom Punks, but I'm grateful to have with us today uh, Ben Dogleish. Hello, Ben. I'm well, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. So here we are on uh, Thursday morning, cold Thursday morning here in Aberdeen. Um, did you walk to school today? Yeah, well... Yeah, yeah, did it take you double the length of time it usually takes? Yeah, it was quite slippy, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Icy, actually. I almost made a uh, fool of myself uh, one or two times. Yeah, I slipped when I yeah. got in my house. <laughs> and have you got slight yeah, pointers on? Yeah, pointers on. <laughs> okay, so Ben, well, the reason I would, I would invite you on today is I know that you are a, a footballer. Yeah. Um, and I want to talk to you about football. I'm really interested in, in your career and your thoughts on different aspects of the game. Yeah. Um, and this being a personal development podcast, I'm also really interested in what lessons you've learned through your, your football career so far in terms that you can take into other areas of your life and sort of life, life lessons, um, if you like, that sort of stuff yeah. as well. So I think what I'd like to get into to start with is... Uh, yeah, your your football career so far. Um, where did it start? Where, yeah, when did you first start getting into football? Uh, I'm not really sure to be honest. I think I was probably like two or three, and Aberdeen used to do mini kickers or something. Uh huh. And that was uh, the, the, I can't remember what it is. It's like the Jasmine Centre out in Bridge of Dawn, yeah, or something like that. My mum took me there, and I, I kind of just kept going, and I ended up doing stuff on a Saturday, and I was doing. Like three, three like hour training sessions when I was like five or six, and then kind of just kicked off from there. Yeah. Kind of started playing for the school team, and then a couple of years after that, I started the playing boys club, and then I had my weekend was just filled, and I've always been an Aberdeen fan since I've known them. Yeah. Season ticket holder, I go every every game I can go to because I'm juggling football and classes at the uh, studies at the same time. So yeah, it's yeah. kind of just all kicked off. So, at what age did you realise that you were quite a good player? Like well, that you, was all right. Yeah, that you uh, could. I'm okay at this. I don't know actually. Probably like P six seven. Okay. I got. I was scoring goals, which I don't do that much anymore actually. But I was scoring goals. I was seven aside. You. I was scoring goals every single game. I got player of the year two years in a row. So I was quite, I was like, oh, I'm actually all right. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, it was, was it Broomhill you went yeah. to? Broomhill, yeah. yeah. So my kids go to Broomhill yeah. and I, I take the, the P5 team. Yeah. I used to take the P6s. My brother's in P6. So I used to, I did that for my Duke of Edinburgh, but I've given it up because I've got to concentrate on tired. So. Okay, okay. But might take it back up. I mean, I'm thinking back to, so I started doing it in P2, and even at P2, I could tell. Well, it was easy to tell, like, oh, he's a good player. Yeah. It's just the way he moves I mean, or kicks the ball. Or I think I was all right. When I was about that age, I was all right technically, but I wasn't the fastest back then. I was quite... I was mobile, but I wasn't, like... There was boys that were always quicker than me, and there was, like, a couple of boys that were playing at higher levels than me. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of... I don't know. I kind of just went on a spell that I got bigger, I got stronger, I got faster. Mm-hmm. And... Kind of benefited me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you did you play a lot in your on your own in your back garden or uh, keep you up there or whatever? Or yeah, I, I always had a ball at my feet, even yeah. around the house. Yeah, which yeah. I wasn't actually, but I always took a ball around the house, and my dad was shouting, "Oh, get that ball away!" 
I could tell you a funny story about uh, my mum playing football in the house, but uh, might come back to that. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I always, when I was younger, I had a goal in my back garden, and then I didn't really, and then I got rid of it, and I went, I started going to another tennis court, pit strain. Yeah. But just up there, I used to go and play footy tennis with a couple of my mates, and that oh. got me playing. And uh, perfect for developing your yeah, skills. It gets yeah. your touch better and everything. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, and I okay. was training so much I didn't actually have much time when I got to like P7 and then S1, S2 yeah so you played for Aberdeen at one point yeah that was what age did you start well, with that was it I was at Banks of the Albion from I think it was 8 or 7 that I went oh, there quite young you started quite young I started at under 9s or under 10s I worked my way up and then S2 I got scouted for them for Aberdeen so mm-hmm. they came in and I went on a trial and then they asked me to sign me in, I think it was 2017, summer mm-hmm. of 2017. So I had a couple of years at Aberdeen, but it got to like crunch time and I wasn't really high up in their pecking order of the boys getting full-time contracts. And it wasn't, they just, it just wasn't right, so they released me. Okay. It was quite tough, but it was my boyhood club. But. Yeah, no, I'll maybe come back and talk more in detail about that. Um, what position? You're a defender? Yeah, I was... I've always well in primary I was a left midfielder and I used to play up front. Okay. And then it got to eleven aside like S one I started playing left back for Albion, who I was my boys' club at the time. Yeah. So I was playing left back for them. Are you left footed? Yeah, I'm left I'm a lefty. Well, that's good, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. quite unique because yeah. many yeah. of us. And uh I went into Aberdeen, it was the first training session, we did a game at the end and I said the boy said to me Right, so go, can you play at centre-back? He's like, yeah, no bother. And I said, well, I get a chance at left. He's like, no. I'm like, why? So I was like, oh, that's me. I'm getting punked at centre-back. So I played my whole two years at Aberdeen at centre-back. I, I was brand new to it. There was the coach that I had at Aberdeen, Robbie Hederman. Yeah, I've met. He used met. to play for Aberdeen. Yeah, yeah. And he didn't play a lot of games. He had troubles with injury and everything, but I had a bit of guidance from him. He helped me a lot get into another position he told me videos to go watch did one-on-one sessions about positioning where I should be at corners like goal kicks everything how to get on the ball where to play it etc just because it was a brand new position to me so I didn't actually know much about it so why couldn't you play it left back I had a boy already and then they kind of just surprised me with it and I was like fair days uh-huh. but I, can't, I think because it was Aberdeen and I was in love with the club yeah I'll play goals I if you want me I was to like, yeah. I'll play anywhere I just yeah. wanted that experience of being at Pathology every all the week, all through the week at after school going to Pathology, training, seeing the first team boys about the place, seeing the manager, seeing like Neil Simpson, everybody, just being part of that environment just lit up to me. My eyes lit up, and I was like, I'm part of it now. Yeah. But then, yeah. So with centre back, if you could choose any position, is that what you would? No, I wouldn't play centre. No. Back. What would you pick if you? I'd play left back. I'm back playing left back right. now. Right. Okay. But I'm playing just now, and I'm loving yeah. it. Getting amongst the goals a little bit I've had. What's the main differences between playing left back and centre back? Uh, centre back, you're kind of restricted. Like centre back, okay. I would say left back, you're you're not on a lead. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can bomb up and down the way. You've got a bit more freedom. Like I can go on a like a if the ball's going down the right wing I can make a light run back post mm-hmm. and because I'm, I'm a bit faster now I'm quite fast I can make it back if they break I can make it back in the position yeah. whereas at centre back you're kind of 
you're always guarding the defensive area. Yeah. Your two are kind of like cemented there. It was always like a, a, a four at the back system. Yeah, that's, it was that always a four and yeah. the two full backs got licensed to roam, but the centre backs were kind of a bit more restricted. But this day and age, you can, your centre backs, you can go forward, but you, you're kind of in two minds. Yeah. There was a yeah. odd occasion I would go for a wee drive and play it off and make myself way away into the box and get a header off or something, but. It wasn't common. It was a one-off. And if you lose it, then you're in yeah, trouble. You're in trouble. Yeah. 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 Okay. So you're back playing your yeah, favourite position. Back, yeah. Okay. So Aberdeen, yeah, you the the moulded you into centre back. That's, that's exactly what they did. Moulded me. And it, it sounds like you were decent. Yeah, I did. I did um, quite good. Uh, came out of it with won the Scottish Cup last November. Okay. Up at Cove, we beat okay. Hearts one 0 That was that was a long journey. We started the. February, it was like how the League Cup is now, the group stages, and then it was like it's last 16 quarters. So we started like that and we made our way up. We beat uh, Rangers on pens in the quarters. We beat Kamarnik on the way in the semis, and then beat Hearts up at the Cup Bamaro for yeah. the Kovar now. And there was 1,300 people there. It was great. So all, all my mates there, half, most of my family were there. Like Derek McInnes, Graeme Shinney, Shay Logan, tons of the first team boys that came to watch. It was just That's quite surreal. Yeah. Had the uh, got the first team bus bus to take us up to from Pathology. It was just like a great day. Yeah. And it was just um, a good memory. It was a good memory. I always have that. Yeah. No, that's brilliant. But, yeah. So, wh what age group was that then that you played it up to? Uh, under 17. I was under 17. Yeah. And up, is it then into under 18? Under 18s. But and how they do it now is there's the Project Brave, I think it's called. <laughs> so the all the academies in Scotland are split up into like different sections. So you've got Elite, where Aberdeen were, that's the top. Okay. You've got Advanced, you've got, there's two other ones. It's like developing and something else. I'm not sure 100%. But Aberdeen were the elite, and so you're split up into all these groups, and you play in different leagues, and then the cup was put into it. But it was just like that. Yeah. So if if you'd been kept on, you would have gone into this new yeah. system, yeah. whatever it is. Well, no, the system was already there, but it was like under sixteens, under eighteens. They'd split it into. Mm -hmm. But then by the time it got to January, there was under eighteens and under seventeens because the group had just came straight up a year. Mm -hmm. and then they set it back in May. It was quite confusing at the time, but. Mm -hmm. I would have been, now I'm playing under 18s as a 16 year old because it's like a dual age band. Okay. So there's some boys that I'm playing with at Montrose where I am now that are 17 mm -hmm. and I'm still 16. Mm -hmm. so it's You're one of the younger age ones. Groups. I'm one of the younger ones, yeah. but it's quite good playing with older boys. You're, getting, you're playing with men basically. Yeah. So it's quite good. Yeah. 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 Okay. So when when they released you, so what was the, what did they say to you? What was the, the reason? Uh, it was, you knew all these meetings were coming, so on a Wednesday night we'd have something called strength and conditioning, so that was in the gym at Pathology, yeah. and all these meetings were going on, it was, you knew you, there was three options, you were getting a full-time contract, so it was a pro, yeah. or uh, uh, Hello, Mr. Bishop, we're just podcasting, this is uh, Ben, I don't know if you know Ben. Hi Ben, no, don't. nice to meet you Ben. Nice to meet I'll come back in, I was just about cover another one this morning. Oh yeah, I'll come and see you. I'll come see you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Can I yeah. do that better? <laughs> so, uh, no, keep it. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about again? Um, oh, the, how it came about. 
Uh, so I had strength and conditioning, and we knew these meetings were coming. You had the three options: you were either getting released, which ended up happening to me. You were getting a schoolboy contract, which you're still in school, but you come out of to train a couple of days a week, which is what Chris recommends. He's on. Okay. Big Chris. Yeah, no Chris. Yeah. Uh, he's on that just now. He did. He got a, a schoolboy contract, and you could have got a full time contract, which six of the boys got. So they're in, they left school back in May. They're now training every single day, okay. full time, getting paid. Yeah, and those were the three options. And I basically went to that gym session, and it was brutal. You were you were in the gym, and everybody, nobody actually did anything. We're supposed to be doing gym work, and yeah. everybody sat on the benches and was like waiting for the boys yeah. to come in the door because everybody would have their time, so like fifteen oh, minutes. So, uh, yeah, but mine wasn't until after the. The gym session, so it ended up there was only me and another but two other boys left after because they just went home after. So you didn't find out how other <laughs> so people go. No, on. Yeah. You kind of knew boys came <laughs> back and told you, but some boys didn't come back. Like uh, Gary, Gary came back and told us he got released, and uh, it was quite savage how they did it. Okay, you know what I mean. Okay, and when you got it was a meeting with Barry Robson. Yeah. Uh, Scott Anderson, who is one of the reserve coaches, mm-hmm. and Neil Simpson, mm-hmm. who's the head of the youth academy, and they kind of they just told you straight how it was, and they wished you well. There was, it was probably like a five ten minute conversation about, oh, mm-hmm. we can help you get a new club and everything. We're putting your name out to every single club in Scotland tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. They were trying to help you, mm-hmm. and it was it was. I'm not gonna lie, I was devastated because I came home and I just kind of, I kind of, it was just before the Easter holidays, mm-hmm. and I was going away, and that whole week I was in Madrid. I didn't speak to anybody. I was yeah. like proper upset about it, and I was, it was, it wasn't like depression, but you know, you're just kind of empty. You feel kind of rubbish, and just one of those times. And then I went down to trial with Dundee United, mm-hmm. and I came back. Great team. I, yeah. All right, they they were really good, but their season was just coming to an end, like May time, and they couldn't get a game organized for me to play in. And I was training. They were saying I was training. You're training really well. The training was amazing down there. I've not got a bad word to say about Dundee United, but the time just wasn't right for mm-hmm. me to go there. And then I was gonna go and play with Cove Rangers development, and then I got a phone call from Montrose, and went down to train with them and they're like sign right now yeah. so um, that's where I am now they wanted signed you. from intros I'm back playing left back where I'm, I feel most comfortable and my favourite place I'm back enjoying my football I'm happier than I was when you left Aberdeen did they say what elements of your game they didn't feel were strong enough or it wasn't what? to do with uh, like me being weak or anything it's just they had so many centre backs above me so like full-time boys that are already full-time they had Irish internationals and uh, like older guys that were taller than me Okay. so they yeah. were just like there's not space and it's not fair to keep you on if you're just going to sit on the bench the whole time mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. and is there still a pathway from Montrose you know back up the pyramid yeah, if you like well I can get I'm playing I've played a reserves game or development it's called and that's with boys that are out on loan at junior clubs so mm. it's getting experience with older players and some of the first team boys might end up playing in that it's just 
how it works at Montrose is they don't have a reserves team. Mm-hmm. They have boys that are like 18, 19, 20 that are too old to play in the under 18s with the team I'm playing in and they're not quite at the level to play with the first team. Yeah. So they're uh, loaned out to the junior teams but that means they can't play for the first team if they're needed. Mm-hmm. So the first team take boys from my team and just say, Figo, we need you to go on the bench and sit on the bench. So boys, one of our keepers had a couple of appearances for the first team on the bench. and mm-hmm. So there's chance to play for the first team and get money from it. It could be a career, but the the, the, the journey's not over. That's mm-hmm. what I mean. And like, well, you're can, you can still 16. make a career out of it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So. Plenty of players, I mean, look at all the players that have played non-league till yeah. in their 20s and then suddenly. Mm. Yeah, so I, I've got a, I want to ask you, get an insider's insight into, in terms of Scottish football in general. Yeah. So, seem to be quite good at youth level. Yeah, we're all right. Uh, got, I mean, not, we not terrible. We've produced good players, we've produced some good players. But then we get into the senior um, category and, well, we're just not Mids. great. We can't, we can't transfer it. And is it about... You know, the, the cliche is if you're born in, in um, Spain or somewhere else in the continent, you've maybe got the technical skills and you're small, Yeah. but on you go. Well, I but in Scotland, do you need the physicality as well? I feel yeah. that the academy system in Scotland, we take in too many kids mm-hmm. and almost dangle the dream in front of them, okay. like putting a carrot in front of a rabbit or something. Like try and like, not con them, but make them believe that the dream can happen, mm-hmm. and then so that's at nine or ten, and then release them when it gets to eleven aside at under thirteens, I think it is, mm-hmm. and they're taking too many kids in and promising all this stuff when it's realistically not going to happen. There's only going to be four or five that make it. I kind of think there's too many academy teams, mm-hmm. maybe, mm-hmm. and there's too many kids that are playing in academies that maybe aren't good enough mm-hmm. and they're just being the like sh- being the side stars for the people that are already mm-hmm. gonna make it you know what i mean like i guess if you are released at a young age when you were released at were you 16 15. at the time or 15 at the time no i was 16 actually you're yeah. 16 but can you imagine if you were released at 10 or 11 or 12 that might hit you even harder i don't know it depends on the person maybe maybe I think it. I think it was harder being so close. You were so close. I was so you could close. Touch it. Yeah, it was. That. I could have. I yeah. could have. I could, if I got that eighteenth uh, school bar contract, it would still be there right now. Yes. But yeah. it's just. Maybe it would have been easier if I was ten, uh-huh. and then it's still there. I could still go back if they if I keep playing well at boys club level. But I'm not really sure. I don't know what's up with Scottish. I mean, is it Scotland national team right now? Is it true that if if you've got the technical skills and you're small, you're less likely to make it in Scotland compared to Spain or somewhere else, or is that just a myth? Is that just a? Not sure. No, I'm not. I don't think there's. I don't think it's a thing. But I think that when I was younger, I was quite tall. Mm-hmm. What? But if you looked at all the academy teams when I was nine and ten. They were all smaller than me. Mm-hmm. All the boys were small, little, technically good on the ball. Yeah. And then when you get to 12, 13, they start looking for big boys to bully yeah. kids, like on, on the pitch, not obviously. Yeah, yeah. Them, but you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. To be on the pitch, yeah. to give a bit of physicality. physicality and, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I think that's that's how I felt it was when I looked at it back when I was like 12 yeah. in P7 or something. I was just like, oh, they're all small. I went to watch a couple of games. And... I think, t- I mean, I look back to when I played, I never played to the level uh, you uh, you did at all um, and ju- I enjoyed football. Um, but the players that were really good when I was a kid didn't have the technical skills that I think we do now. Yeah. You know, I played against you and some, and some <laughs> of your other, you know, yeah. guys in your year. Yeah. And you've all got amazing technique, you know. Um, <laughs> you've all you've all got really really good technique. Um, to I know you're left footed, but yeah. probably pretty good with your right foot as well. Um, it's not just for standing on. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, more two footed, and better technically than I remember the best players of my age. I think that's due to the coaching. Yeah, I think that pr- probably I don't know. I wasn't around when people like your age were kids but I feel that there's a lot more coaching people are more experienced coaches there's people going away to do their UEFA B's A's and C licenses there's a lot more experience there's a lot more drills out there you can look anything up on the internet and just drill this into kids to get them trying their weak foot Mm. they get there's a lot more stuff about going to the gym to get stronger there's a lot more advice for kids these days on how to eat, how to drink, how to manage your body and everything. It's just, I guess that's what helps. Because mm-hmm. when I was at Aberdeen, there was, I didn't get a lot of help, but there was guidelines that they would say, oh, you should do this, you should do that, to try and help you. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, okay. And I think probably okay. you look after a game, people probably look after themselves a bit more than yeah. they used to. Yeah. So. I, mean, I think young people in general yeah. now are looking after themselves the, the alcohol consumptions would be yeah. reduced <laughs> and they're healthy eating and they go to the gym and stuff yeah. no that's that's good that's good so yeah i mean i could talk to you all day about um football uh, actually i will i'll ask you a few more football <coughs> questions before we get into the personal development yeah. stuff right so um big aberdeen fan right so yeah. what's what's your best aberdeen fan memory uh probably say the League Cup final in 2014 down at Celtic Park when we had 42,000 fans down there when we beat Inverness. Okay. That's probably yeah. the, the, the only memory of a trophy I've got of Aberdeen winning, but... Yeah. yeah three I'd sides of a stadium full red of a stadium in Glasgow. Packed with red. And it was just... It was ace. Yeah. Went to Pens, which wasn't ideal, but... Yeah, that was probably my best memory. There's been European nights at Pitodji that been good like wins that against some teams that you wouldn't expect us to beat like Copenhagen and back in I think it was 2007 or something I was there yeah you must be quite young then. yeah 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 okay and, uh, and as a player is, is that the highlight the Scottish Cup um, against Hearts yeah that's probably my best yeah yeah yeah, yeah. good okay okay all right okay um right we're very gone so in terms of you've been involved in football yeah, you've been involved in ups and downs. Yeah, and different challenges. You've learnt a lot um, mentally. You've yeah. learnt a lot about looking after yourself physically. Yeah, uh, you've learnt a lot of social skills, I guess, in terms of getting on with other people. Difficult characters, yeah, difficult managers, difficult, difficult coaches. <laughs> right. So I'd like to talk to you about what life skills you have learnt and what what personal growth has happened with you due to your involvement in uh, football 
I've learned learned a lot about my body. I know okay. when the limit is, so I don't go out before the night before a game. Mm-hmm. Never, I haven't done that since S two or something. When I went to Aberdeen, I learned. I was like, right, you've got to treat your body as a temple. Your body is a temple. You have to treat it. You have to give it the right rest time. I'm. I'll get a lot of sleep. I would say I sleep mm-hmm. a lot more than I used to due to that. A certain number of hours sleep a night. You need to get. Yeah, it's like. I aim for about eight and a half hours every yeah, night. So okay. if I if I get close to that, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. You have to just look after yourself mm-hmm. and not go out with your mates and fly into tackle the night before the night before the day before a game. I don't I tend not to do that. I'll do it the one off, but mm-hmm. you just need to be careful because something could happen when you're out there and your 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 career's over. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, so getting enough sleep. Yeah, sleep, yeah and sleep and rest. Making sure you're eating the right stuff before and after games, like carbs, high carbs before. And so a what bit. would you eat in the day of a game? What would, what would you have? Uh, so it's a three o'clock kickoff. What would you? Three o'clock kickoff. I'd have a, like cereal in the morning uh-huh. when I wake up. What kind of cereal? Uh, like Frosties. Frosties. That's okay or something. <laughs> okay. Uh, then I'd probably have a banana and a glass of water. I, I drink water throughout the day because... That helps not get cramps when you at the end of a game if you're fueled up with water. Uh, I'd have like toast as well, maybe like just before like a chicken sandwich or ham sandwich or something, like as I'm away out the door or something to give me a bit of protein as well. So it's mostly carbs. Okay. But just make sure I'm drinking water throughout the day and have mm-hmm. enough with me for half time after the warm up and after the game. Mm-hmm. So. And then after, after a game, yeah. protein, protein, protein to build back the muscles. So maybe have like chicken or steak or something mm-hmm. to build that back up. And then what's the balance in the week between doing like cardio work and, and strength? Do you do strength yeah, work in the gym? Is gym it? twice yeah. a week? And is that uh, lifting weights? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And when you're in the gym, are you are you trying to lift as much as you possibly no. can, or is no. there what are you doing with that? <clears throat> it's like. I wouldn't say heavy, but it's relatively heavy weights mm-hmm. at high at high intensity. So, ah, like, so not much rest between the not, sets. Well, I'll give myself so what I would normally do is uh, like bench press. I do like fifty, sixty kg. Okay. For twelve reps, forty-five second rest, three sets. That would do. That's like one of the sets I would do. So it's quite intense. Yeah, it is intense. But that's a decent weight. Yeah, Sixty kg is a decent weight. Forty-five seconds. Oh, I, sometimes I give myself a minute to a minute and a half. It just depends how I'm feeling, but mm-hmm. it just depends. Some days it's I give I get I'm quite tough on myself. Some days I give myself a bit of leeway. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. so, so gym strength training yeah. twice a week, and then do you go out running and stuff, or is that no, covered I, through training? That's kind of covered. Uh, I cycle to the gym. Okay. So uh, what gym do you go to? David Lloyd's down at Garthy. Okay. So I cycle down the, down the hill. Oh, down the hill, yeah, and then, and then back, back up the hill. So that's a bit tough oh, on yeah, the legs. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's kind of what I do. And on a Monday, and my games are normally on a Sunday now. Uh-huh. So I will on a tend to go in the like the jacuzzi after to give my legs a bit of a rest. I normally have a bath after a game. Yeah. To give them, yeah. just rest the legs, give them a nice wee soak. So do you, when you've got an away game, how does that work? Do you report to Montrose and then you all get a bus to yeah, wherever you're a, going? Yeah, it's a bus to wherever we're going, yeah. really. Yeah. It's quite... And then training at Montrose as well? Yeah. Once a week? Tuesday and a Thursday. So twice a week twice down there. A week. How do you get down? Uh, there's a few boys. There's 
me and two others, so from like the same area, so we take it in turns. So my dad will do one night, uh, and the other two will share it. So it turns out, turns out that my dad's only doing it once every week and a half. Yeah. But yeah, I'm 17 in January, so I'll be able to learn to drive soon. Yeah, so I'll get I'll a motor. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be able to drive the boys down, uh-huh. and then it's something my mum and dad don't have to do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. God. So you're you're busy, and obviously I'm you're a fifth year at school. Yeah. How many hours are you doing this year? Five. Five hours. So I'm doing like studying Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays. When I'm after the gym or something, I'll go straight to the gym after school. And have you got a career in mind? Yeah. Obviously, I've got I've got a couple yeah. of options. Maybe it's something medical or yeah. Yeah. Sure. We'll yeah. So you'll stay in for sixth year. Yeah, I'm staying in for six year. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. But you seem quite happy. You yeah, seem. I'm happier than I was in May. That's for sure. When yeah. I didn't have a team and I was kind of in a wee blip. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. How did? What did you say to yourself to to get over that? How did you just did time heal it or did you? Uh, how, how did you? I kind of. Yeah. I don't know. I was kind of in when Dundee United phoned me and was like, "Oh, can you come down for a few days and just train." I was like, I can't really be bothered. My mum and dad kind of gave me a kick up the backside and was like, you're doing it. Okay. And I said, you're not doing... I, you, you hear a voice that just give up when they get released at first, yeah. the first time. Like, we're not letting you be like that. And just gave me... The, yeah. Gave me a... Con- like, a, a, like a telling off a lecture. Like, you're not doing this. You're not... Turn out to be like a waster or something. You're not <laughs> turning out on the streets doing dodgy stuff so I was like okay right yeah. and he stopped being a wimp and just get on with it <laughs> so then yeah. it all came from there and I started playing again and Aye. kind of flying so sometimes you need to rely yeah. on the folk closest to you to just yeah. tell you straight don't you yeah I'm lucky yeah. that I have them there yeah yeah that's good yeah was your, was your dad a football player was he no no, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so it's not in the genes it's not in the genes no uh, and have you got a twin sister no younger sister oh a younger sister yeah ah okay there's a reason I said that I think it's on the computer when I was looking up where to find you yeah there's pictures on the you're both on it primary yeah okay yeah so she's in piece no she's in she's S4 oh no so I would have been there's two younger yeah I've got a wee brother who's in piece ah sorry yeah okay three of you in total yeah three of us okay okay brilliant right Ben Uh, anything that you want to add that you've not had a chance to talk about no, I think that's it. No, that's been an absolute pleasure to chat to Thank you. you. Thank you very much. No I mean, you've, you've talked about something there that's pretty, uh, pretty tough and pretty raw yeah. there. Um, so I really appreciate that. Thank no you. Bother. Right, listeners, over and out. <laughs>